Today is Thursday, May 9th. I'm Vivian Host, and you're tuned in to Peak Time on Red Bull Radio. It's the peak of our sound system week here on Peak Time, and today I've got some local royalty joining me in the studio to discuss the landscape of Caribbean music in New York over the last four decades. First up, I'm rocking with Cool DJ Red Alert, one of the pioneers of hip-hop and the first mixed show DJ to introduce dancehall to mainstream U.S. radio with his show on KISS 98.7 FM in the early 1980s. We're going to be talking about the link between the birth of hip-hop and Jamaica, the foundational sound systems of New York City, and also listening to some of Red Alert's own contributions to the dancehall canon. In the second half of today's show, I'm joined by Killaboo and Kingpin of Brooklyn's King Addy's Sound System, celebrating 36 years of sound clash killing, dub plate spinning, and pure party rocking of the reggae, dub, and dancehall variety. We'll be discussing the crew's history, sound clashing around the world, and the changing tastes of the New York City dancehall scene. Plus, we'll hear some killer dubs from the King Addy's bag over their long history. We've also got some new music for you and lots to get through on today's show. So let's get started. The three tracks you need to hear today. Well, there is some new grime out today and chiefly the first single from the forthcoming record from big UK grime star Skepta. This one just came out. It's called Bullet From A Gun. Fuck the police, tell them eat my dust Cause still it ain't safe, not even in a world full of cop 
ops I got bored of asking when is this hurt gonna stop We don't wanna conversate or confer with the ops It is what it is, recently I've been learning a lot All I know is there's no better feeling Than getting home and seeing my little girl in a cot So this year we're done talking Forget the bag of chat, it's just action Man I trolling to get a reaction Every day it's another distraction Gotta fight temptation, can't get lost in the source Have I got a heart? Yeah of course But I had to put my feelings on pause Cause like a bullet from a gun it burns When you realise she was never your girl It was just your turn You gotta face your demons Don't matter how much money you earn Your nigga said 4L but the shit got real And he weren't concerned The same old story the world spins round and round Fam lessons have to get learned Skepta there, Bullet from a Gun. That is off his forthcoming album, Ignorance is Bliss, which is coming out May 31st. Big day for Grime. This next one is brand new from P Money and Gigs. This is forthcoming off P Money's new album, Money Over Everyone 3. That is going to be out also May 31st. I don't know if that's a war or what, that they're both releasing their albums on the same day. Uh, I might say I like this song a little better. Uh, shots fired. Anyway, this one is called Where and When, and it has a very sick beat from Teddy Music, a.k.a. Silencer. Teddy! Daring 10. Big R1, I'll be daring 10. Where and when? Big R1, I'll be daring 10. I am the boogeyman scaring men. Call out my name and I appear with Lang. Come to a video shoes in your ends. I will turn up earlier than your cameraman. Bear equipment, you'll be thinking it's them. Hold on, wait there, where's this lens? There's his lens, unsatisfied thing, where's his friends? You men are camping, my animals are out raiding for you, it's bare intense. Why would I scrap when I'm here with skanks? Man, don't care if your ears are bent. Smith and Wesson clipping on my Glock, I will ring every 15 like Big Ben. Test me how, phone man's phone up, let's meet now. Kick this thing off like Jet Li, bow. David Louise, absolutely foul. Don't piss me your pussy, I'll sit down. Cause I went Deptford Green, I got Chinese man that would drive by your favorite restaurant and you'll get your main chick chow. What did you think? I will scream and shout. You ain't shot nothing if you ain't seen cloud. Bet ten bags, I will find these house. Walk one mum's against my man about. Violate man, go to mumsy's mum's house. What I'm nan? Dead serious, you don't want it with man. I told this boy not to fuck with man. Told him. Where and when? Big R1, I'll be daring 10. Told him. Where and when? Big R1, I'll be daring 10. Told him. Where and when? Big R1, I'll be daring 10. Blood. Man, I hear with skanks. Scaring men. Big Mac, I'll be daring 10. Old school, I'll be there with Spen. Big black geezer is daring them. Yeah, staring them. They dare me, but I'm daring them. Oh no, I ain't hearing them. Double M, yeah, I'm here with M. Captain is bingo. That's right, man, little tingo. Who him? Man, that's an insult. Chips from the fuck, man, and she's hearing the lingo. Back on my spider. Yakking champs, that's on the rider. Fucking tramps, I slap man a fiver. 20 vans, all black with a driver. 15 man in the back getting liver. That's 50 gang in the back, that's a minor. Man just talk and rap, that's a minor. You gas man up and that's an advisor. Where and when I creep in the air FM, I'm sleeping in here West End. 
Road deep, I'll be near West End No street fight, I know Ryu No street fight here with Ken No cheapness in here, we spend Road deep, I'll be near weekend I'm with Sky No sleep, I'm in there with Spen SM1 Full heap, I'm in there with Clem Man just spit I'm in here with Flem Man just dip That's P-Money there again Told him Where and when Big R1, I'll be there in 10 Told him Where and when Big R1, I'll be there in 10 Told him Where and when Big R1, I'll be there in 10 Man, I here with Skanks Big one. That is new P-Money and gigs where and when off the new P-Money record, Money Over Everything 3. This third thing I'm going to play for you comes from an Atlanta rapper named Marlo, a new signing to the Quality Control camp, most famous for working with Migos, but many other rappers besides. Uh, This is brand new from Marlo. It's called Soakin' Wet, and it features uh, Young Money from City Girls and Offset from the Migos. OG Parker. What you niggas in for, you ain't tipping. You ask me what you paying for, that pussy different. Throw them wooden bands on me, no commitment. Ask me what you paying for, that pussy different. Soaking wet, yeah. Do it with no hand fessing on the jet, yeah. New Chanel, wild cell, definition, yeah. Hope you hold, pay attention. Yeah, ask me what you paying for, that pussy different. Soaking wet, yeah. On the jet, yeah. Bad bitch, fucking on the set, yeah. When I flex, yeah. VVS with gas all on my neck, yeah. Soaking wet, yeah. On the street, get a plumber. Running through these hundreds, I might blow a couple comers. Yeah. Flexing in the city. Twin scribble with me and they with it, yeah. What you niggas in for, you ain't tipping. Yeah, ask me what you paying for, that pussy different. Throw them wooden bands on them, no commitment. Ask me what you paying for, that pussy different. Soaking wet, yeah. Do it with no hand flexing on the jet, yeah. New Chanel, wild cell, definition, yeah. Hope you hold, pay attention. Yeah, ask me what you paying for, that pussy different. Soaking wet. Blew me out the Vegas, ain't my pussy on the jet. Pussy wet, dripping, super soaking, treated like a pet. I got niggas in the pen, calling collect. They locked down, fresh out, deep, be the best. Soaking wet, yeah. Hit him with that wet wet. wet, wet. I put a ring on it for a check, check. He want me meet him at the bank, but he ain't there yet. Hey, you shot a cup of honey, she ain't there yet. But I ain't tripping. I'm in love as long as you spend it. Super wet. Yeah. What you niggas in for, you ain't tipping. Yeah, ask me what you paying for, that pussy different. Throw them wooden bands on them, no commitment. Ask me what you paying for, that pussy different. Soaking wet, yeah. Do it with no hand flexing on the jet, yeah. New Chanel, wild cell, definition, yeah. Hope you hold, pay attention. Yeah, ask me what you paying for, that pussy different. Soaking wet, spin the check. I am a vet. I got VB stones wrapped around her neck. I put my hand on the top of her head and make her my pet. I get the bag, I'm spinning the bag, I might be in debt. Yeah, she's soaking. Pussy fatty poking, let me bust it open. Diamond rock, they frozen. Put her in the lotus. She clapping and knocking, I focus. I'm having that shit, I be loaded. Count that shit up and I throw it. What you niggas in for? You ain't tipping. 
Yeah, yeah ask me what you paying for, they pussy different. Throw them wedding bands on me, no commitment. Ask me what you paying for, they pussy different. Soaking wet, yeah. Do it with no hand flexing on the jet, yeah. New Chanel, wild cell, definition, yeah. Hope you hold, pay attention. Yeah, ask me what you paying for, they pussy different. Soaking wet, yeah. <laughs> Hey, hey, this is Jessica Carissa, assistant editor of The Daily, Red Bull Music Academy's online magazine. This week on RBMA Daily, it's all about sound systems. We're sharing stories from all around the world on the people and sounds championing dub culture, amps, and all things hi-fi. Read about Headley Jones, the Jamaican pioneer who built the country's first sound system amplifiers and designed Kingston's first streetlights. There's also a piece on the King Shiloh Sound System, a Netherlands-based crew with a global outlook when the past decade had been building up sound system culture in Ethiopia. You can dive into a profile on Sebastien Deswalt, a man in northern France who in his private home has rebuilt the sound system of David Mancuso's highly influential party, The Loft, a look at the musical legacy of Sirwin Vega bass bins that were originally created for the 1974 film Earthquake, and read an excerpt from a forthcoming book chronicling the history of British sound system culture. For archival sound system stories on the daily, check out a beginner's guide to Jamaican sound clash, a history of dub, and a photo essay on Notting Hill Carnival. For more stories on sound systems, check out the vast RBMA lecture archives for talks with icons like Josh Shaka, Jazzy B, Sly and Robbie, The Bug, Equinox and Shanique Marie, and many more. You can find all of these stories and lectures at daily.redbullmusicacademy.com. Boy, we get at, I want to say. Yo, I get hot if it touch my DJ Red Alert. Red Fox lit down the blouse and skirt on 98.7. Kiss FM. Y'all pretty. Y'all wanna pound down like a steer dog. Fuck it with the natural on the Red Fox, man. You better have. Watch this. First time I saw your face. Girl, I had to have you. I did some more. I wanted to ram you.
You've been listening to Red Fox shouting out Red Alert. That is a little sample of what you might have heard if you were listening to Red Alert on the radio around 1994. And you can actually find that on a CD, mix CD called DJ Red Alert's Propmaster Dance Hall show featuring lots of exclusives and lots of tracks that you might have heard in New York City around that time. Reggae Dance Hall tracks, that is. I'm here with cool DJ Red Alert. It's no stretch to say a hip-hop legend of New York City. You may have heard him on 98.7 KISS FM, Power 105, or perhaps WBLS. We're going to be talking a little bit about the birth of hip-hop and the Caribbean connection here in New York City. Red Alert, welcome to the show. Good day. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm All so right. happy to see you. Okay. Um, being that you were really the first person on a mix show to kind of be introducing dance hall to this mainstream U.S. radio, I thought it was only fitting that we have you on here on Sound System Week. But mm-hmm. let's get a little bit of background first. So you were born in Harlem, right? Yes. And the music in your house, I understand that your family's from Antigua. Antigua, yes, West Indies. What would have been playing in your house growing up? In the household during that time, because I was raised by my grandparents, rest in peace, um, Seven Robert Johnson. No, it was a collective of everything because my older brother used to collect a lot of different songs. I mean, different music that consists of, you know, um, the Motown era, the soul, the funk, some pop, some Caribbean and um, also some Latin, which I feel is part of Caribbean just as well. And a lot of the Caribbean, based upon what is it that my pam- my grandparents had brought back, which was, you know, c- compare uh, Calypso and Soca, and a little bit of merengue. So when did you actually encounter what you would consider to be hip-hop for the first time, or, or hip-hop-style DJing, anyway? Well... What I, I caught the bug because as I went to a cool Herka fair up in the Bronx, I was going sneaking downtown to the discos at an early age, but coming up to a cool Herka fair on a Saturday, and I was enlightened by the sounds that he was projecting. And I got to learn that also that, you know, his background also from Kingston, Jamaica. So I wasn't thinking much of it as far as the you know, connection of the Caribbean, but I was more intrigued upon what the sounds he was providing. A lot of the rare grooves right along with some commercial hits. You know, everything was fitting together. So it's interesting to me because Cool Herc, I mean, definitely considered a pioneer of hip hop and like that many, for many people, the person that they first heard, but he was one of the, he was the person instrumental in kind of creating this Um, taking this idea of sound systems in a Jamaican sense, like these giant speaker stacks with a a DJ and a selector and whatever, and and having those in the park or having those in a dance, but adapting that idea, but with different new music, which would eventually become hip-hop. Right, and you know, people didn't understand that Back home, they was calling it toasting and dubbing, but, you know, they flipped it around. And um, the dubbing is the mixing, and the toasting is, quote-unquote, the rapping. But, you know, the title DJ, which was established already for radio people on radio, but, you know, that took it to within the clubs and within the outdoor events. And that's when they changed the name DJ on radio to personality so they don't get it confused. So here it is. Uh, who had taken that title, you know, but his own form of style of music he was portraying is different from other different DJs that was 
emulating playing like the disco and the dance, you know. So he had brought a whole different flair. So I was interested in, in some of these early hip hop park jams and and some of the clubs you have been going to. Uh, if people were bringing the sound systems, who would they belong to? Would they be like older cats that had a reggae sound system? Did Cool Herc own his own speaker stack? Like who who were the owners of these sounds? Well, some of the people right behind Herc, such as Flash and L Brothers. Um, AJ, uh, Mario, some of them had their own sound system and some of them had borrowed from others. As a matter of fact, when I just spoke to Flash not long ago, I remember there, there was a power amp that he had hooked up to his sound system that was made by Jamaicans. And the power amp, you saw like big tubes that looking from a t- the back of a TV set, but they did homemade amps. So, you know, he got that made for him as opposed to others that, you know, was just using regular stereo systems, you know. But Herc, he was already starting off with like a sure PA system, and then he established himself and built up more and more until when he got the powerful Macintosh, which you consider you have respect when you have that at the time. So, you know, everybody had their own way, either, like I said, had their own or their ball. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it would have gone as far without having some people who had powerful sound systems to mm-hmm. listen to this music on. Um, so, you know, back when you were going to hear Cool Herc, when you were going to hear Bombada, right in the beginning of your DJ career, what, were they already playing reggae or dub or dance hall or any kind of Jamaican sounds? Actually, they wasn't, but... I don't know when I started coming around to um, Bambada, I know that at near the end of the um, evening, he was always playing some Caribbean sounds. But during the be during from the beginning to within, you could say the um, the meat of the night, you know, the the, the essence of the night. There was more within uh, the sounds that they was projecting, which you know we consider break beats later on, along with some dance and R and B. So when did you kind of see? Um maybe reggae and dance hall fusing a little bit with hip-hop. It sounds to me like from what you're saying, not not that they were completely separate. Obviously, you had a lot of um, Jamaicans involved in hip-hop who were hearing those sounds growing up, hearing those sounds in their house. But when did you see the two scenes um, interacting more musically? Well, here it is. I remember coming into the 80s that I was hearing various artists having different artists um, rap artists I'm talking about, even rap artists or rap groups that was doing something along with a, a, a dance hall or reggae artist. Like I think, I'm not sure, but I think it was either Fat Boys or Run DMC had collaborated something with Yellow Man, you know? And I'm just saying, just giving an example of that, what really got into the essence because by the time I, in the mid eighties, I was DJing at a place called Union Square. And during that time, you had certain sounds that just came out like um, Master of Ceremonies. They came out with a song called Sexy. And they had a Caribbean influence in that. And also with Boogie Down Production, The Bridge is Over. When I start playing that in these clubs, all of a sudden, a lot of the people that have Caribbean background felt like, you know, they put their chest out like, oh, they playing our sound. You know, they felt proud and brave because, mind you, as they also happened to me during the time, we was being picked on a lot. 
We was always being scrutinized. They say, oh, you're coconut, you're from the banana boat, or you people, or such and such. So we did not really want people to know our background. But once we start hearing the sounds, well, mainly I'm playing it, but they hearing the sounds, it's like, hey, what they bite on out? From there on, in 88, I was on um, Boogie, I was Boogie Down Production on a, a major tour, and we was always coming out to the version of Telephone Love by J.C. Lodge. And then later on in the show, we had a record called Stop the Violence, you know, um, that also had Caribbean influence. That invited me to come back home, to be on the radio, to start implementing dance hall music right along with the hip hop. So it was really a source of pride in that era, too. Most definitely. Most definitely. And at that time, when I came back, here you had people like Special Ed, who also have Jamaican um, Jamaican descent. He came out with something on his first album that had a toasting with some Caribbean sound. Um, you also had some per- a person like Sean Head that was known as either hip-hop or as a, a dancehall artist, you know. And I was going ahead doing a little touch of some Shaba, some Ninja, um, I mean, quite a few. Now, were those guys coming over here quite a lot? Like, when when did you kind of see the explosion? I know there's also an explosion going on that we'll talk about when King Addies is in here, just in terms of the number of actual Jamaican sound systems in New York, and they start clashing. But was it pretty easy to get these records from, I don't know, Shaba or Yellow Man or whoever? Well, here it is. You have various shops that, you know, you have to go to. Um, I forgot the name of that record label that was also as a store that was based out in Queens, but everybody was going to pick up them sounds. And then, you know, also out in Brooklyn, they had a lot of reggae shops, uh, plenty of reggae shops. And keep in mind, a lot of people did not know that there was a lot of pirate stations that was playing a lot of Caribbean sound because, you know, in various areas, like I say, Brooklyn or up parts of um, Bronx or certain sections of Queens, wherever there was a, a Caribbean community, you know, there was pirate stations and they get to hear their own sound and they felt proud of that, you know. So you were actually like, you know, by this point, you were getting all the hip hop releases, but you actually kind of had to go digging a little bit when you started playing the the dance hall stuff. Yes, because once again, once I I started acknowledging the response that we was coming when we was coming out to Telephone Love in the beginning of our show on the road and also doing the the, um, Stop the Violence, that just encouraged me to start coming back home and start playing that and tied it along with the, the rest of the music I was playing on the radio. Was there a particular sound that New Yorkers responded to? Like, this was still the era on the radio where you were breaking records and you were introducing people for the first time, but did you notice um, a particular style that people liked or that they didn't like? You know, it was still a testing ground for the sounds of hip-hop because, of course, everybody know that hip-hop really... The, the sounds of hip-hop established as far as late 70s, but it was still fairly new coming into the 80s. So it was like the cutting edge. So you're not looking for no particular sound, particular style, because everybody sounded different from each other as far as artists or a group is concerned. But, you know, I just learned to, if I believe in it, I just go right on it, and then I just implement other different things. And I was implementing a couple of other different various things in my show, too, besides the, the reggae. I was bringing in a lot of the um, 
the new wave sound, the um, no, I mean rare grooves and everything. I was trying to mesh it all together, but you know, Caribbean was a big, big asset. Um, so in a minute here, I'm going to play some of these songs that you that you mentioned because I think people should hear a little bit of uh, of what was big. But did you start then going to these sound clashes or like going to more? Uh, straight up reggae dance hall parties. I went to a point. couple of them. I have went to a couple of them. And you know, it's funny because when I was starting to go to them, of course, I was already being the knowledge, you know, from the radio. So when they start seeing me coming to these places, you know, if they don't know my background, they don't know m- much about me, they go, you know, say, oh, Yankee boy here. <laughs> Yankee boy taking our music. Now he come to steal. You know, I mean, they, I could understand where they're coming from. Of course, they're not accustomed to seeing me coming in their surrounding, their circle, but not knowing what I came up with. You know, I mean, even though I come up from the, as far as, you know, Soka and Calypso, but to me, Caribbean all in one, you know, like all, my old joke saying is some say rice and peas, some say peas and rice, but we are in the same vein. Right. Yeah. I was I was listening to your uh, your RBMA lecture and you were talking about how you didn't really know when you were younger, like people would come over to your house and they'd be like, oh, this music's playing like you must be Jamaican. Like you weren't aware that of all the different kind of like, you know, Caribbean countries or like you weren't aware of all these differences until kids came over and they were like, oh, you you eat that. You must be like. Your right. people are from here, and then all of a sudden you start learning others. I start like, learning because you're being raised by your grandparents. So, you know, it's a tradition that you learn how to adjust the outside of home, you know, being amongst your friends and what's going on. But at home, you know, you take it as in general. So when people start visiting, they start hearing the accent from my grandparents, and they start hearing some music and also seeing the type of uh, food we was eating. They were just taking because first thing come to me, oh, oh, you, you, you your grandma was Jamaican? I said, no. And I didn't think of it. I said, no, she here, <laughs> you know? Right. And then when they say, well, you know, why y'all listen to that? I said, because this is what we like. I never separated from one to the other. To me, I felt like music in general, the sounds is unique. Didn't matter what gender or what genre it was. And when we were making, um, my grandparents were making food, they said, you eating Jamaican food? I said, no, food is food. So as I got older, I started to realize what they were seeing that I didn't see because I took it in general. Yeah, I mean, I just think it's interesting because I think people now have so much pride in where they're from, where their family's from. And obviously there's a crazy wave right now going on of, you know, music from Puerto Rico, music from Jamaica, music from all different countries and like artists working together. But I just want to bring that up because I think that wasn't always the case. And sometimes people were were more trying to like, there wasn't as much knowledge and as much pride in everybody's individual culture. Right. And artists' individual culture as there is right now. You know, here it is from what I learned as I got more and more into DJing. When you think of the artists such as Third World, Marley and uh, Peter Tosh and, you know, um, who else, Sly Roby and all of them. When they came over to the States to perform, it really wasn't much of the urban people coming. It was more of the Caucasians coming and embracing it. And it was considered at that time, which they probably still call it world's music. 
But, you know, here it is. More and more what is it that I was introducing on the airwaves and, you know, with the support of people branching out in the streets and in the clubs, everybody joined in together. And, and I mean, Latin music, like I said, it's part of Latin is part of the Caribbean. A lot of people don't know that, you know. And um, I was listening to that even from the earlier days of Ray Barreto and Joe Cuba and, I mean, Tito. So, I mean, everything all in one. Right. And that's like, I think one great thing about hip hop, too, is that it can incorporate all these different influences, even in one particular song. Yes. Well, let's listen to some of this music that you were talking about. So first, I'm going to play J.C. Lodge, Telephone Love, Mm -hmm. which is this song that you were opening uh, the shows with. And then we'll hear a bit of the classic The Bridge is Over and people can hear Mm -hmm. that uh, that Caribbean flair in there. If you just tuned in, this is Peak Time on Red Bull Radio. I'm here with Cool DJ Red Alert. Bronx keeps 
in it and queens keep some fake in it. legendary diss track boogie down productions the bridge is over from mm-hmm. 1987 you can hear all of the things that you were just talking about in there they're shouting out you they're talking about the club union square and yeah. they are uh dissing marley marl and mc shan mm-hmm. quite hard yeah because that was um that was the answer back because you know first it was south bronx and then marley did kill that noise and then this record came out the bridge is over do you feel like this kind of tradition of competition and these diss tracks going back and forth is related at all to the Jamaican idea of the sound clash? I don't think so necessarily because um, it could, but I never look at it that way because I remember we started hearing these dissing each other was first in these hip hop contests, the MC contests back in our in our early gender before rap records even took place. So when now I hear rap records came around, of course the first one everybody acknowledged was Roxanne Roxanne. And then, you know, it ranged into other different means. And so when they came to within that, you know, everybody started looking and listening more and paying attention more carefully. So I mean competition was always being on each other's toes, just like it was DJs. Who can who could DJ better? Who could MC better? Who could break dance better? Who could do a graffiti on the wall better? I mean, it was always competitive. I don't think a people may look at it come from the Caribbean, but that always been in place. Yeah, I think young young dudes in general are competitive, and especially if they're making music. So it makes sense uh, across the world that there would be that competitive or that clash vibe. Mm-hmm. So I mean, this is '88. You're already hearing. You had already been hearing kind of a, a dance hall or reggae flavor like leaking into hip hop here and there. But for you, was there a time where it was really fused together or an explosion of sort of that dance hall influence within hip hop? I think when it came more into mainstream going into the 90s, and that's when you have various labels that were signing up people like uh, Shaba, you know, um, 
and a couple other different artists, you know. I mean, Shaba really was the forefront of the mainstream at that time. And then, you know, they pick up Patro on the same label later on. And, you know, now it's like it's on daytime radio play. You know, you hear some of these artists and it's in demand. Yeah, it's so interesting to me how it, how it sort of like rises and falls because you had this peak, I guess, like around 93, 94, where it was so common to hear like Beanie Man or Shaba or whoever on the radio. Mm-hmm. And then you didn't hear about Dance Hall for a while. And now it's like just back with a vengeance in terms of mainstream radio play. Yes, it seemed like, you know, it had a little hiatus, but then again, you cannot make it go away. You know, if it's meant to be, it's going to be, and that's what it is. I want to play a little bit of this song, because this this next song is a song that I always associate with New York City hip-hop and dance hall and the fusion. And I just want to play a little bit of it and see if you have any memories related to this. Mad Lion yeah. with Take It Easy. Ooh, I remember that. Man. <laughs> Ooh. So that video actually, KRS One is in that video and it's shot in New York and it takes back takes you back to the South Bronx where uh yes, well, where you, you were know, hanging out. Um Mad Lion, you know, he's he was under affiliation of Chaos One, you know. Um ooh, you just hit me in the head with that one. <laughs> felt good. Felt good hearing that. Yeah, but um Go to show you that during that time in that 90s period that everybody was touch and go on certain things. And then once again, a lot of these artists have Caribbean background, you know. And even though you may not fully be having Caribbean background, but you was influenced to pursue it. That's what it was. And did you have an all dance hall radio show? By this point, is that with that Prop Masters mix CD? No, the reason why I, I call it Prop Master, well, number one, I had a nickname Prop Master because I was calling everybody Prop Master. They started calling me Prop Master. And but Pro- I, wait, hold on. Prop Master has to do with your style with the ladies, right? Not actually. Not actually. That's no, a, no, that's no. a rumor. That's a rumor. Now this is what it is. When everybody was saying that you had a good show. And during the um, time in the late 80s, they say, you get your props. Right. You get your props. So I just start saying, oh, you're the prop master. You know, you're getting your props. And that in return. So when they start seeing ladies start coming around, they just assume 
but it was never fact that you know. Okay, so it's just that you were you were giving props, giving props, and then you know I was saying you prop master, and now I started getting that return. When I started, like I said, when after '88, when I came back on and started doing um, dance hall on my mix, the first part of the show was maybe the first ten or fifteen minutes, where I had enough material where I should go a whole hour in my whole set on a Saturday. Because I had like, what, maybe four? I used to be on from seven to 12. So within an hour out of that, I would just go ahead and play dance hall. So I just took that idea from the nickname I had and what I was doing that hour to go ahead and pursue an album. That's what I did. So one of the one of the tracks on this album uh, features Bobby Condors, and I thought we should talk a little bit about Bobby Condors and Massive B because, uh, I mean, speaking of New York City sound systems, you really can't talk about them without um, talking no, about my, the influence. That's my man right there. Of uh, of Bobby and also of Jabba, of course, and the other members of Massive B. So uh, when did you meet Bobby Condors for the first time? Do you remember? First time I met Bobby, this is when he was at BLS at the time. And a lot of people don't know that before Bobby was gotten heavy into the dance hall scene, he was known as a big... Um, like dance slash house DJ. Right, house music you know? guy. Yeah, because, you know, he had a thing, the thing called car wash. But what he was always doing, he was doing a fusion of playing the dance and house and also implement some of the dance hall. So he started away from that and got more heavy into the dance hall. And, you know, he started being recognized for that. You know, he got major respect. Yeah, major, major respect. Him and then Jabba came along with him and they teamed up and... They've been going on strong ever since. Yeah, they've been on the radio now, what, like how many years? Past 25. It's so, it's such a thrill to me still to be like, it's rare that I'm in a car uh, here in New York, but it's it's mm-hmm. a thrill to me to be able to turn on the radio and, some and, Sunday and, and, and hear also, dance hall. And no, also I got to give respect to people such as David Levy, Prince Kalunda, Sting International, Pat McKay, you know, and even as the earliest stages on independent radio, um, 105.9 WHBI, where hip-hop radio first started at, um, Mr. Gail Belly, you know? So, you know, they kept it alive. They kept the Caribbean sound alive. But, no, we're talking about my man Bobby Condes that still got a strong hold to what's going on today. And um, how did people react to him going from being, like, a house DJ and producer to becoming like more of a reggae and dancehall head was it pretty natural or were people like who's this house music guy coming in here now i'm gonna tell you the god's truth i wasn't around at the scene during the time when he was doing the transition to see the response and the, how people was reacting to it but some way somehow he, he wrote through so i didn't actually see it but he was being embraced yeah, I think I guess if people show that they're truly into it and they mean it and true love, then then it works out and and people yeah. just want to test you in the beginning to see right and you if know you're loyal I mean or not. that the, it's the perception of the audience of today would not even know his background for what he was doing at first. They just only know what he they hear him doing now. But you know that's the same thing like um. When I start introducing dancehall into my show, they was like, what you doing? Why are you playing this? And then that, I just kept going. I kept going, you know. I mean, you have a vision that you pursue, and that's what I did. So I feel Bobby did the same thing. And what kind of stuff are you playing on the radio now, or where can people hear you? 
well, these days. Well, here it is. I'm on WBLS. You know, after the decline of 98.7 Kiss FM, they brought me over to WBLS, and I'm I'm in um in rotation with other DJs doing after work um, mixes um during the week. You know, from like six o'clock, six to seven. But I'm on every Saturday from six to seven. And what I do, I do a combination of present music with. When I go as far back, I don't go too far back like people expect, but I go maybe in some 90s, early 2000, uh, combine uh, R&B, hip-hop, some dance hall, you know, whatever I could fit in that sound right at that time. Yeah, I think, I think it's so cool that BLS is providing a space for these mix shows still, because yes. especially in this day and age where radio is so formatted, and they've kind of taken away the ability for a lot of DJs to break new records. It's like really cool and important to still hear people mixing on the radio. I think that's the, um, I feel that this city, the tri-state area, they expect it because they came up in it. So, you know, you just go ahead and do a regular show without no mixing involved and the station, they go, we feel like they, they um they being cheated, you yeah. know, like yo, why you not giving me what I expected? So you gotta provide that. What are what are some newer tracks or newer artists that you're really feeling are kind of like the new the new music essentials of Red Alert? Um, that's a good question. Um, I'm still very very particular upon certain sounds and artists. Um, far as within the reggae. I mean, the dance hall, um, it's hard for me to say, but as far as the hip-hop, there's a few people that I'm got my ears open to as, as well as to the R&B, you know, and also for dance music just as well. Like I said, I listen to a little bit of everything. Yeah. Yes. Well, you can, hear it on, you can hear it on the radio. You can tune in to BLS, and you can still hear Red Alert rocking. Um, well, we're almost out of time for this part of the show, but I guess since we talked about Bobby, let's play something else that, uh, that features on that Prop Masters mix that I was talking about earlier. Now, this is a Red Alert special of a track by Bobby Condors called Mac Daddy. Yes. Red Alert, thank you so much for joining me here on Peak Time. All the best. Sake! Sake! Red Alert, hotter than tea cake. Come on, it's... Are you this? Mikey Jarrett, original Mac Daddy, you know. Big up Red Alert, you know, because he run things from the air wave, you know. Me I talk about Kiss FM, you know. I know you can stupid to be select, I can't test me, you know, because when it comes to selection, Red Alert will kill them. Now, big up Bobby Candles on the massive sound, you know. I understand, so Red Alert, no skin teeth to kill me. Hear this? Chum Mac Daddy. Your Mac Daddy, Mac Daddy, Mac Daddy You tell them red alert for a him a Mac Daddy And him don't ramp with the young gal Then him pull them up a agony and make them feel iry When he's on the town or in the country Whether New York or whether New Jersey When it comes to love making him blows have no pity Do we owe him more like a man, man crazy Ramit and jam it and the girl start vomit The girl them a holla in the change of habit Do we owe him one, him too damn promit The Mac Daddy, Mac Daddy, Mac Daddy Mac Daddy, Mac Daddy, Mac Daddy
Sugar Dice, man, and I'm hanging out with my main man, the original Ice Water. And when we're not in East New York chilling with the gal, them, we're just staying home lounging at the crib listening to Red Alert at 98.7 Kiss FM, man. Yeah. Peace. Oh, Sakbasi, say Joe Minyo Kapala Begula, we. Ah, who can't emotion? Ah, bullet. Right now, this is Commander Desi. And right now, they are cool out with cool DJ Red Alert for 98.7 Kiss Large for All Time. See? See? Man, those rewinds are never as good on these CDJs, are they? I'm Vivian Host. You're tuned into Peak Time on Red Bull Radio. You've been listening to a little bit of Bobby Condor's saluting Red Alert on that track, Mac Daddy, from Red's 1994 Prop Masters Dance Hall CD. In just a minute, I'm going to be on air with Kingpin and Killaboo of the legendary King Addy's sound system. The Billboard Sound, one of the top sound systems in all of the USA, celebrating 36 years of sound clash killing from right here in New York City from Crown Heights in Brooklyn. I thought we should hear a little bit of King Addy's in the classic Biltmore era. Uh, this is them clashing Earth Ruler from August 20th, 1993. 
at the Biltmore Ballroom. And I'll be back on with Killaboo and Kingpin in just a second, right here on Peak Time. Every son will come in the dance hall, want to know of your nationality. That cannot save him from go to the cemetery. God, Harry still is gonna kill him now. We're gonna die. Son, we're gonna die. Okay, sing in melody. Sing this dub plate and assassinate we're all those Trump. Trump fans. Cause what is Jump on the plate no more. Don't play no more. I just know the score. Jump on it is your life, I just it is your life. Anything you wanna do, I jump and must die tonight. Baby face, it is your life. It is your life. So anything you wanna play, I jump and watch all of your face, watch it now. Yama, jump on your think I saw we go I a play, we play and destroy Day after day, they keep holding on Even though they're not here with me Jump on your sound, bury Baby face a kill and we kill and this Beautiful boy, my son, got him a look on the wrong side of town, you know Some boy, your sound is here with me But your mind is on the other side of town I a mash up them jumping sound Baby face, I say them sound is here with me And their mind is on the other side of town And this, man, I jump and sound You're the man, you're man Kusti, yama Jump and the think I song we go Had is a play, we play and destroy Day after day, they keep holding on Even though they're not here, we to we Jump and you're dead, I'm very Six foot six, six, you're gone under the ground When I decide to throw you down Jump on the dead and bury You should never get at it Watch out! It is your life Baby face, it is your life Fill it down with the stuff Oh, you love shots, so Now they call to man bumbo when I join that, you know A big respect to Addis The worldwide sound, tell you for me to say that Now that the school stop up for Addis sound Rhythm check with a stop, get our daily And we can have sound in the world, come on, worldwide I mean, Addis International, we're not going to tell nobody what I said Bumbo, let's speak up Oh, guys, what we look for them and say Have mercy Kill me dead, they want some chill, sweet, so I must say sign. I deserve my Allah, he no not me head, they want some chill, sweet, so my friend, me must have a Addis, to add the wicked and sound my ears, ever be old. That's look me eyes like diamond and gold. Yeah, out of reach, you know, and them we have to hold them, make we grab up, we are don't mention we soul. Just play pile up like flag, the fam, pull woman sweet. Warm them, save we from cool, we have to jump up and shout it out, gold, kill me dead. Say one sound can't sweet, so I'm on this sign That the screw him say he no bust me head Say one sound can't wicked, so And it's international, watch out Say how them play and select and drive me crazy We did this end up, we work enough, no money I could have with them a play, we drive me crazy We miss us in a me sleep, kid like a donkey Well, if I so, you know me now, we Hold on! What we get for find out, say, look a while We never there Look a while ago, whenever they are, I'm going for change on them things there. I'm here, man. I call up with name and I talk about how this is and that. When I whoop, when I jump out of the fire and can't uncle the matter, all right? Now, whenever they are, I'm going to find out when I talk up on the mouth, look a while. As a matter of fact, from one day, a couple of weeks now, I'm going to talk up on the mouth. 
All right, we're not talk the business too early. We're not talk the business. We are wait till a man push the button. I wanna see something. Any other man push the button. Yo! New Lord Story and Murder Time, you know. Worldwide, watch it over on the head, you know. Big old size clip, watch it up. Plenty blood and drip down test and days, you know. Murder thing, you know. Yes, that's how you read it up. So you've been listening to just a sample. What is a three-hour recording of King Addy's sound crushing it, killing the sound, back from 1993. And this is from a legendary era here in New York City called the Biltmore Era, uh, which is the time when New York City sound systems decided they... Uh, they wanted to be on a worldwide stage and start clashing not only other sound systems from New York City, but sound systems from Jamaica and all over the place. And I have with me two representatives of the legendary King Addy sound system, which has been going here in New York City since 1983, Kingpin and Killaboo. Welcome to Peak Time. Yeah, well, hello, how are you doing? Welcome, <laughs> welcome. I'm great. So, I mean, let's just start at the beginning a little bit. Tell me a little bit about how King Addy's came to be in the first place and who founded the sound system. Um, well, the sound, the sound has been out since 1983, older than me, you know what I mean? But <laughs> the sound is from Brooklyn, New York. It was founded by Addy, a, person, a, a guy from Jamaica. He came here and he started the sound. But, you know... Addy's, uh, he was a well-connected person with the community in, in Jamaica with a lot of the artists, so like Super Keta, Ninja Man, and all these people that, the icons used to come in, and they kept pushing the sound, and then Father Eaton took over the sound as Addy's cousin, you understand? Family or whatever, and there, that just started it. So when the artists started coming around the sound so much, it, it pushed out, and everybody started flocking to the sound, you know what I mean? Then we started playing in Biltmore and all these places, and... That's how the song got so big. So back in those times, I mean, even till this present day, people were bringing their own speaker stacks, right? I mean, this was a part of yeah. what we call a sound clash. Sound system, yes. yeah. We brought our own sound system, speaker boxes, turntables, amps, all those things. Do you still do that to this day? Or can you, I mean, now we <laughs> no, have like yeah, clubs that have great sound systems. It's, so. it's much easier now. I mean, we have laptops, so you, that eliminates the turntables. And all of that, you know, as technology progresses, so you know we have to adjust to to what's going on. So you find that a lot of clubs right now they don't really have the big sound systems, um, where the DJs per se bring their own sound system like we used to back in the early days. Yeah. But nowadays the clubs do have their own system that is set up in the club. So we normally we just work with what's already in the club. Mm. Right. Because I feel like people hear this term sound system now, and they're mm -hmm. probably gonna see because of the way things are structured. Here in the States, anyway, they're going to see like a group of DJs, basically, mm -hmm. and MCs chatting with the DJs. But back in the time that I was playing, so 1993 and before that, even when King Addy started mm -hmm. in the 80s, you would actually have like... I don't, I don't think people realize that there were about 50 <laughs> big sound systems yes. here in New York, all all like with their own speaker stacks and all like starting to war one another. I mean, there was Fergo Digital, there was Mini Mart, yeah. Stereosonic, Soul Supreme. Like, I, I'm not sure people realize the depth of how many crews there was it going was up against each, against each other. So you guys, I mean, being the, the young young reps of King Addy's, yes. uh, how did you guys end up in this crew? 
Well, me, I, I joined the sound in 2007. Um, what it was, well, King of These has always been a sound system that I admired growing up from a younger age. You know, uh, um, the previous members of the sound, you know, I was, um, they showed me basically what I wanted to do with music. You understand, the Danny Dread, Tony Mataran, Babyface, they were all members of the sound system in the earlier days, the 90s and the 80s. So me growing up on that from high school days and then being in Brooklyn one night and just being in the perfect place at the right time to meet someone who was affiliated with the sound system and you know, the connection started right there. And the first clash that I actually played was four days after I joined King Addis, wow. you know, and that was a victory also. <laughs> that sounds you know, so stressful. I, so I was basically prepared from, you know, just being a fan of King Addis and then actually getting the opportunity, I just put it out there. I mean, I mean, me, I started just playing the sound in 2011 and it was more of a thing where I was clashing on my uh, another sound before this and I just caught the attention of Addis, you know what I mean? And from there, just... So they stole you from this <laughs> other sound that's what you're saying? could say that. <laughs> yeah, so, can. like, let's, let's take it down to bare bones for a minute for people who are not familiar with, like, how a sound clash works. Um... Tell, tell people like how a sound clash works and also what do you need it's not just like going to a club and playing a regular DJ set it's, no uh, you have to be it, battle oriented it, it, it takes a lot of preparation you, lot. you have to um, basically a sound clash is trying to for lack of a better term kill or murder no, annihilate no, no, no. You gotta, embarrass musically yeah, you gotta break it down you gotta break it down to average fan on the outside a sound clash is just literally a DJ competition. It's like me clashing against, not let me not say clashing, me competing against him for who can play the better song at the right time, who could put tunes together the, the, the right way, and who could get the best crowd response. That's technically what a clash is. Yeah. There's nothing more to it really and truly. But in terms of the, the sound clash that we're talking about, the Jamaican sound clash, what are the tools that you need? Like, because you need special versions and dubs. What are the things that doing a sound clash in New York or if you go to Jamaica or wherever you're going, because you guys go around the world, mm. what, are, what are the weapons? Um, we call them dub plates, basically taking songs and personalize them. Um, you know, to get the artist to say what you want, especially your sound's name. Your sound's name has mm. to be included in it, you know, just to personalize it and let the, the other opponent know that, okay, you can't play this, but I'm playing it. You understand in that sense. So it's just basically just beating out your competition <laughs> and, and, and just show them, say, you're, you're better at playing music than them. Yeah. Well, so does, it, does it happen uh, that two sounds... Uh, both will play a version of the same track. Like, let's say, like, uh, whatever, Alkaline has a huge song or, like, Popcorn has a huge song and, like, both sounds will have a dub and then it comes down to, like, who who has the better uh, vocal on it. Or once you play, like, let's say if you play this one Popcorn tune, like, even if somebody else has it, they can't play it? No, well, well, we used to call that a playback. And once a song is played, you're not supposed to play it back in the competition. Yeah. But you find that nowadays a lot of people, they, they might take a song and try to rewrite some of the words different from how you have it and try to pass it off on the audience as if it's something different. Sometimes it's actually a little different, you know, but sometimes it sounds the same. Yeah. So it's up to you who's the competitor against the other person to show the audience that listen he just played the same song i played you understand so that's out of it 
you know so it's basically having the songs that's um gonna let the get, get like you said get the best crowd response um and just to let the, the audience feel like you're doing a better job than your opponent and you guys have it really good because i mean king addies is this legendary sound system so all of these artists that you would want to work with already know what King Addies is, but I imagine some younger sounds have like issues with like paying for a dub plate and somebody says their name wrong or like, you know, just makes them like a whack version because they're not as like well known. So they're like, nah, I don't uh, have to care. I mean, to be honest, there are a lot of whack versions of King Addies. <laughs> <laughs> and those are the ones that you usually don't play or only play once. And no, not not us. I'm saying there are a lot of DJs out there that, you know, feel they are King Addies. And, yeah. you know, they're just not King Addies. You know, we, we're not knocking what they're doing. But when we see somebody trying to be us, we could tell. You know, so. But but like how you said it, it, it happens to everybody. It happens to everybody. We get some tunes sometimes. It's like, uh, you know what I mean? But... It's just part of the business. Some certain artists just, you know, certain artists don't really put that. They don't. I'm not gonna say they don't put the best effort. Some of them don't really understand how to do certain things because they're young artists. They're still learning, like how we're learning how to do things. So it, everybody gets those kind of tunes. So it's just make the best of it sometimes. So I gotta just clear this up for people who don't understand. So different, different DJs, different sound systems. Mm-hmm. Um, have artists record versions of their tune and often pay for them and like you don't know what you're going to get back because usually this is like someone somewhere else not in the studio with you recording things so like you could get back the most killer version you ever heard and you could get back something that's like not really that great Mm, yeah it's true it's true but sometimes the best thing to do what we what we like to do is go to the studio with the artists in jamaica or if they're in New York, we, you know, we go link the artists and that's the best way to technically to do it. If Popcorn is here or, well, not Popcorn, but if, say, you know, an artist is here, you just go link them and get it the right way. So get it the way you want it. That's the best way to get it done. So what are some of the, like, most famous King Addy's dubs of all time? I mean, this <laughs> bag stretches back a long yeah. time, but what what is considered within the crew, like, the legendary... There's so many to you. start with. Yeah, a, lot of, a lot of legendary dubs are in the in the box. Um, I mean, it, it depends on the artist. You know, I would have to say the artist. You know, we have all the top artists. We have hip-hop artists, mm-hmm. you know, Snoop, Nas. You know, um, we have the Bojos. We have the Bounty Killers, the Garnet Silks, you know, the Dennis Browns. There are a lot of dub plates that, that are in the box. Even the new yeah. artists, we have a lot of them. Any, anyone that's a new artist that's hot right now. To say we have it on dub. we have all of them all right well let's play some of these dubs so i don't want to keep it in the past too long because there are some very sick tunes here that i want to play that are newer but let's hear something older which is dennis brown junior gong and oswad promised land remix yeah you want to say something about this before i play it um it's one of those tunes that uh is known worldwide from Addies. it's 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 one of those tunes that when you play it in a party when you play it in an event people go crazy for so I hope y'all enjoy it on the outside you know <laughs> now you hear this one because oh I deserve to kill this one oh I deserve to kill something step cross the brother as well and deal this one because oh send out special request to man like Ethan Tony Mataran Baby Pierce and a new last family we love on the from the London crew maximum respect 
promised land. No, A1. And he's been killing To the promised land. And he's gonna take you to the promised land. King of this town, locked down New York City, now we take over the world. King of this sound is worth more than diamonds and pearls. With the biggest heavy dub, we not take no talk. King of this sound, I play some little sound boy like off. Where the Lagos are Las Vegas, sound one of them a ball. Angola or Atlanta, sound boy a chop off. Dennis Brown and Gang Mali, alongside as what? Toba beat them in a Egypt, Philadelphia. Our Sudan. First we conquer in America. Then we conquer over England. Then we conquer down at Jamaica. Riding on the king's highway to the promised land. Yes, the promised land, and it's gonna take you to the promised land. Yeah, take it away, nobody lose your life. I know where nobody takes your life. Nobody use your life. See, and this is a local place. Yeah, the true world champion, Addison. Oh God, I'm This is Addison. Oh Lord, Yeah. Lord have mercy. Whoa, 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 the conqueror, so you should never try to conquer him. Neither should you call the sisters like a beast, because they're black enough for you to see. Hey, this is Addy Sound, the true world champion. Radio. Yo, big up my man Eaton, you know what I'm saying? Speedy baby face, Tony Manoran, you know what I'm saying? Yo, Junior Ryder, big new lot, family, you know how we do crew two first. UK, this is why Clef, refugee camp, son. We clef, prize well, Lauren. By I'm so We used to be number 10, now I did. Permanent one in the battle, lost my finger. Might became my arm piston now. So it's your nasal Blood become too warm Tell her Oh my be easy Now test my soul Test I DC death Flesh get scorned You so bad Make you feel like You ain't wanna be born John And tell her Please stay the hell out of my lawn Chicken George Became that George Stealing chicken from my phone yeah. If you could relate LP bled to death While there was Stunk kiss in a dark plane That sounds sick Maybe one day I write a horror Black killer comes to the ghetto Stick up Jackson Acura CB1 does these crack babies Becoming enemies And they own family uh-huh, ID come, you know what we soon done Gun by my side just in case I got the run A boy on the side of Babylon trying to front like this down with ID song Boy, ooh la 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 It's the way that we rock with the ID song Ooh la 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 It's the natural our refugees bring down Boom, 
goons in battle LP till noon. Bust rap tools on flat spoons. Take no shorts like poon poons. Hoochies pop coochies for Gucci's. And Lucci find me in my Mitsubishi bumping Addies and the Fuji's. Hey, hey, hey. Try to take my crew when we don't play, play. Say, say, say. Like Paul McCartney, not hardly on. Big enough. I can see through LP's bluff. Niggas huffing, they puff, but they can't handle us. We bust. Cause we fortified. I could never hide. Seen the sound die when that East roll by. Ha 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 ha. You shouldn't diss refugees, man. Ha 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 ha. LP booty ass. Ha ha ha. You have to respect IDs. Cause we super fly when we super high on the Fuji la. Ooh la la la. It's the way that we rock when we down with IDs. All right. Mud. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a moment of respect for mm. that dub. That yeah. is, of course, the Fuji's doing yes. a custom Addy's version of Fuji La. Mm-hmm. I'm here with King Boo. King Boo. <laughs> Ooh, look, I'm I mixing like up your names. I, I got like so it. excited like about it. that dub. Like <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kingpin and Killaboo from King Addy's yeah. Sound System. <laughs> so, what's the story behind that dub plate? Do you guys know? Boy, kill Afflatone. Um, that dub was in in what? What year was that? Was that around ninety four? Not even too sure. That was before I Yeah, that was yeah, before. So we, I'm not even too I can't give you the exact details mm-hmm. on that dub, but I just know But that was a that that dub was cut for a clash with um LP and King Addis. I believe yeah. that was in Aristocrat Manor in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um it might have been a um the second time or third time they were clashing. And that dub was the yeah, the, and the, that Addy, was a killer for the night. Yeah, that was Addis was the first sound ever to yeah. voice Fuji's on dub, and we get the credit to making Wyclef. I don't know if you know Wyclef is a person that has his own sound system too, and we introduce him to it. So that that's a big that's a big dub. That's a big part of dancehall history right there. That tune, that one tune. Yeah, Wyclef got so inspired by King Addis that he decided to start his own sound yeah, called mm-hmm. Refugee International. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, this takes it back also to kind of this what's considered like a golden era in New York City history of in terms of sound clashing and in terms of the kind of tunes that people would be would be rolling out. So I'm curious to know when you played your first clash, like what did you say, four days after you joined mm-hmm. the crew? Yes. What sort of advice did you get get from like Danny Dredd or Tony Matterhorn or what what did they tell you to, to um, prepare for? Well Danny Dredd was around the sound at that time. Tony Matterhorn had um vacated the sound at that moment. He was doing his own thing. Um Danny Dredd basically, you know, I had, I had a few conversations on the phone with him before and it was all about, you know, preparing, just being prepared. And I was mentally prepared already. Like I said, I've always been a fan of King Adi. So, you know, I, I had those moments in my head where I was actually clashing. You know, I don't know who I was clashing, but I was using King Adi's dubs to clash <laughs> over the years, you know. So I was mentally prepared already. And then um, all it took was me just actually going through the dubs physically and being prepared. I wasn't the one who was mixing or anything, so I, I just prepared myself in terms of speech and, you know, the antics that I had to do on stage. You know, so that was my preparation. What What are these antics? I mean, getting the crowd involved, you know, getting them riled up, getting them, you know, getting the vibes out of them or bringing the vibes to them. Do you have to yeah. have disses prepared against the other Yeah, things, other things, anything that you could say that's gonna, you know, basically humiliate your opponent. You know, and get not not to to where the crowd turns on you though, you know. But you know that go to, just to go to the limit far enough to where they give you the respect of what you just did, and not to feel like you totally disrespected somebody for no reason. Right. You know. So you guys play all over the world and all over the U.S. How do you how do you kind of like 
what are the different things that people respond to? Like, is what's going to kill the clash in New York City different than what is going to kill the clash in Milan, Italy, in, uh, you know, if you're in California, if you're in London? Like, what do you need to know in these different cities um, in order to, like, well, like, kill that other sound that's not from New York? I mean, you, you have to do your homework. You have to, you know, be aware of the demographic that you're going into. You know, if you're going to Italy, like you say, you have to know what kind of songs they're, um, you know, up they're into right now. You know, I'm, I mean, I know they know most of the songs and all, if not all of the songs. But you gotta, you can't say, okay, this worked in New York, so it's definitely gonna work in Italy. You have to prepare yourself, and you know, we have um, the the internet right now, which is a tool where you could see what's going on around the world. You don't have to guess. You know, you could see some of the things that's happening. You could see the reaction, how people act towards certain music and the vibe that's going on in some of these events. So you prepare yourself from there. You know, try to bring your flavor to what they're already doing. And he, he might have a different approach, you know. So. I mean, yeah, you, you said the right thing. There's certain things where a song that we might not play in New York City will be the biggest song. I've seen it so many times, maybe the biggest song in Germany. So you have to know these things and and everywhere you go is the same thing. Just certain it's just certain different kinds of music just rule different areas of the world. So you just have to be aware of that. And will you go make get like a dub plate done? Let's say you find out that in Germany like their favorite song is I don't know, Tory Lanes or something. Mm-hmm. Like whatever the new Tory Lane single is. Will you go cut a dub just because you know you're clashing in germany and they like that song of course of course of course because that right there just sets you that's like one yeah, of the keys it gives you a boost right right off top right there so of course that's you gotta make that effort that's part of doing your homework so we would make that effort do it and what are the songs that right now uh if you're playing in new york city if you were to be clashing somebody else some other sound system in new york city what who are the artists or what are the songs right now that like are a must that someone is definitely going to play? Um, New York tends to like the older music from the 90s. Um, they love the new songs, but they, they tend, in a clash, they tend to, you know, love the Biltmore era of sound clashing then because it's the blueprint is what everybody grew up on so this you know? is like the late 80s to the mid 90s or the, so the 90s i would say the 90s, 90s. Yeah. yeah but um in in terms of new music i mean new music does work and you'd have to have some of the latest whatever is 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 hot we're going to try to get it and present it our way you know maybe a the coffee um uh, chronics popcorn popcorn alkaline six um i'm not sure if you're familiar with chronic law and These all those artists, people yeah. those are all the new artists right now that are out there that are hot so you know you have to just get it and um you know present it king at his way you know but and if you're playing in brooklyn right now and in a clash you must i'm not you you should be playing some bounty killer or something like that because those are the tunes like when people hear mad carver those artists those are the tunes that people be like, yeah, man, yeah. Those are the songs. Those, those are the artists. So we actually have here a dub of yours uh, for Buju Banton. Speaking of this era, <laughs> um, but you see this Buju that um, that you're gonna play. This is a Buju that was recently voiced, right? Since he came out of prison. Yeah, I was gonna ask yeah, you about that. Since actually. he came out of prison, yeah. Because this is an interesting time right now where you got a lot of um, the classics, the classic of classics of the '90s era 
these like famous people like Buja just got out of prison, Beanie Man's around, Ninja mm-hmm. Man's around. Like you have like right. a lot of people coming out with new stuff right now. Yeah. So it's kind of an interesting yeah. like fusion, I guess, mm-hmm. of the people who are big in the 90s and then people like Alkaline and Popcon who are like huge now. Yes. So what is this I'm about to play, Buju, with Ja this, Army? This Buju is, this was, um, this song is with Stephen Marley, Buju Bantan, and Damien, Dear Juna Gang, Damien Marley. But we had to, seeing that Buju, I went to prison, we didn't get to voice it at that time when this song came out. So this is a recent version of the song. So this is Buju Bantan's part. But I could tell you the other day I played this in a clash and the whole, that, when I tell you the whole place, they Club lifted, Amateur. They lifted the roof oh, on man, this one. You had to see it. It's one of those 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 moments that you will never forget. This song right here just lifted the place on a different level. So, Bujibanta. Oh, <laughs> the great song called Addison is immortal. I'm for sure, yo. Bujibanta and Steve Marley make the one around y'all. Run it, cause this is not a double. You think it's a club? This is a slaughter. Make up your language into French. Shines. In the other man. Nothing. No more sense eater. Kingpin, you think so? You like some beyond. Soldier in a jar army. Addis, you know them can't arm we. I send them, send them, friend them, free swam we. But that could do drown we. Tell them so we kill them calmly. Addis sound system. Why Addis no ship? Tell them so that's why we so great. We kill them from 10 up to 8. We think them no lead. Kill them with a full magazine. Send for the f- M16, wipe them out clean. Select them while you ball and scream. Them never know with them on the top team. Addis, who are the real down? Dance and champion. Stand up on the rifle and bust it with one on. Addis, I kill some the whole and them come on. Here, go to the band jump and the redeem on. What me say? We got one more song come beg me Then none of them can come beg me Dancer, I turn it lively When Addis, they come to killing a party And dance and really we hearty Kill them, give me the party, me clarty We in a army You think I know the people, them one way Addis, take it calmly Danny, you a soldier Addis Now you dance Welcome up to Steve Marley, alongside Gang Villa. King of this town. One up. Original chronics from Spanish Town, Jamaica, alongside King of these sound fears and decades. And I say champion sound will always be champion sound. Father Ethan, bless up yourself, Obi, don't say an next word neither. Kingpin, Killer B, Rastafari, Rain and Roll. Ace! And not everybody I go like we, I go like we. Still we Irish. King Addis in a love likes. Kill jump on in a dancer style. And not every sound I go like Success don't come overnight. I make them know a substance over I kill sound with the love I make the people feel nice. 
Sit down on a post and a tweet all night Select up on social media type When they check it out, them a play pure splice Cause we never put them up on no flight Bet that kingpin living more life And you some guy, oh you have so much likes mm-hmm. Kill, we gonna kill some tonight Cause none of them sound and not ready yet Can't test king at these, them in a dancer While them come here on a war and a ass Kill them easily in a dancer Wanna feel dead in the night Tell a team for the bad get bright When king of these string up with them sound at night No, we not do it with the likes Still a jump on zone Every day we not meet with the lights Kill a sound for the love And make the people feel nice Sometimes One by one king of these sound And quen them Put a real rock slang Kind of care who send them Kill sound for the love And we not do it with the lights Kill a sound and make them love it from a distance Come home for two weeks, vacation And enough of them still stuck in the quick sun And up here I said them are the champion So all them bigger than the Afghan song And then the man we hear a play a villain a King of this sound kill a jump on them None of them sound ready yet Can't test King of this, them in a dancer And them come here and a war and a eye Ready for them, them in a dancer You've been listening to a couple dub plates from the legendary King Addy's crew. I have Killaboo and Kingpin from King Addy Sound System here with me. That last one was a dub plate uh, done by Chronix for King Addy's. And of course, we heard Buju Banton voicing Ja Army there uh, with Junior Gong and Damian Marley. Um, so you mentioned Amazora Ballroom. Is that kind of the, the apex or the center right now in terms of a sound clash venue? Uh, in New York City? Yes, it is. Um, that's the biggest venue right now where they do have most of the sound clashes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the, and other just like dance hall parties in general, right? I mean, there's parties there, but yeah. when it comes to clash right now, if you're on Amazura stage, you're saying something, you know what I mean? That's, that's, that's the place to be right now. And how many other sound systems, I'm talking about like legit ones, would you be clashing in this day and age? Like how many are there in New York? There are a lot of sounds in New York City. Are there as many as Not like that of... time that I was talking about, like or like in the 90s, like mid 90s? Well, it depends. Um, if you're going to say of the same caliber, yes. well, it's still the same sounds from, from the 90s. But there are a lot of upcoming sounds right now in New York City. And is there a difference in between the style of, I mean, every sound system has its own style. Well, first of all, let me ask you. What is King Addy's known for? So every people follow different sound systems because they like the style of this, mm-hmm. that, or the other. What would you say that is like the King Addy's style or sound? Um, King Addy's is known for their exclusive dubs. Mm-hmm. You know, mostly for their exclusive dubs <clears throat> and um, for brandishing new, the newest or the latest set of tunes when people least expect it. You know, Addy's was always one of the sounds that um, if you heard something on the radio today, 
then by weekend you'll hear it in a clash from King Addis. That's what people look, always look forward to from you know King Addis, the exclusive dubs and the newest and the latest, and killing sounds. And what I mean, I know you hate probably hate to talk about other sound systems, but some of these other sound systems in New York that have been going for a long time and are still going, like what would they be known for? Like who do you respect? Who do you respect? In terms <laughs> who do we respect? I mean, <laughs> you're like no one. Honestly, nah. We, I, me personally, I respect every song because yeah. it's a, it's a hard business to keep up with. So if you're doing sure. it, I give you the respect for it. You understand? But. I I don't really study what other sounds do. I just worry about at ease. What we do is, like he said, we play exclusive dubs, and people love us for that. You know what I mean? But a lot of sounds do that as well. They play exclusive. Everybody has their, you know, everybody do their thing a little bit different. So everybody has their fans, if you ask me. So you know. What is the craziest lengths that you guys have gone to in recent times to get a dub off someone? Because, look, this is not, like, an easy process all the time. It's not like you just call someone yeah. up and, boom, it's in your inbox. Like, if that happens, you're lucky. But um, I'm not sure if I could pick a um, particular moment in recent history because um, voice and dubs has changed so much now. I mean, you know, there's an email where people could, you know, send the dubs through or whatever. You know, like he said, back in the days, you, you used to have to take that trip to Jamaica and make it to the studio and meet up with artists. It was a whole process, you know, going to Jamaica, linking with the artists, go to the studio, probably wait the whole day. Mm -hmm. You're probably there hours before the artist gets there. And then once the artist gets there, you got to, you know, sit down with them, let them know what dubs you want. They got to voice the dub plates. Then, you know, you come back home and do what you do. But now it's probably a little easier for some of the sounds and they don't have as much work as this, the sound systems back in the earlier days used to where, you know, they have pro tools now and, yeah. you know, it's much easier for the artists to do the dubs. Whereas back in the days, you had to voice the dub straight to a record or, right. or the dub plate for what we call it. You know, um, nowadays they have pro tools where they could stop and do over things and all that stuff. So it's probably a little easier for it's, artists. It's technically now. easy, yeah. I don't think artists even go to studios anymore. They exactly. just wake up, go in their kitchen and just make it sound right, you know? <laughs> that's just easy it's way easier now yeah yeah and you can like punch in yeah, like somebody exactly. could say a little something and you could just punch it into mm -hmm. the original tune you don't yeah, have yeah. to have like a whole yes the whole tune from scratch yeah. not to mention then pressing that to a, an acetate like yeah. a dub plate vinyl yes. and then taking this vinyl yes. all this a very heavy vinyl back oh, from Jamaica yeah. and bringing it here yeah so it's, it's, it's much easier now and um, you know getting the dubs is now is just a matter of um, making the right connections at the right time and, yeah, yeah. you know catching up with people everybody's busy so you know you just have to catch up with people you know sometimes um, you might not get it right away you might have to wait a few days some might take a few weeks but eventually you know it happens it happens yeah so how many people who's in King Addy's right now who's in the crew besides you guys there's um Winterfresh in Jamaica, Nico in Jamaica, there's OB Roots, um, there's Swoogie, there's management, you know, us two as well, mm -hmm. you know, so it's about seven of us. Yeah, about seven. Is this kind of a new thing to have people in Jamaica? Because back when we we're talking about the days of Danny Dread and, and Babyface, like what I played at the beginning of yeah. the show, um, even though they had strong ties to Jamaican artists and stuff, that was like very much a crew from Brooklyn and nowadays mm -hmm. you guys have representatives in Jamaica as well. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, it's, to it's totally new. 
It's, it is new because back in the day it was just Mataran, Vase, Dan and Dread, and that's it. But now, like you know, as time progresses, you have to do different things, you know. So the the Winter Fresh, and I'm not sure if, if you remember, but Winter Fresh used to play at these in New York City, but he moved back to Jamaica. So it's just we just extended and say, yeah, you know what, do your thing in Jamaica. You know what I mean? So. That's Plus, the, the the demand is there. Exactly. You know, people want to see the sound in the island doing their thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a lot more events now to play as well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we need more, more people on the team to represent in those areas. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it makes perfect sense also just in terms of logistics and, and going to to play down there or clash down there and in New York City to have people yeah, in yeah. both places that can manage yeah. things. Um, is there a difference at this present moment in between what people are feeling in Jamaica and what they're feeling in New York in terms of the kinds of tunes? I mean, uh, New York, no. to me, New York, like you said earlier, New York, rather, they listen mostly to their older selections. Mm -hmm. But you see in Jamaica, when it's new, you got to play it in Jamaica. So I think that's where, that's the difference right there. Is that true also? Let's like not just cl clashing because you guys also play in clubs. It's mm -hmm. not like you're just battling yeah, we just solely, clash, yeah. you yeah. know, like and playing in a clubs is a different thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you're party rocking instead of like trying to pull out all these battle weapons constantly in the club. <laughs> I mean, actually, is do you consider the style of DJing differently when you go play a club gig than when you play than when you clash? Well, the thing is, um, we're equipped with some of our dub plates to play in these juggling dances. So, you know, it's just like you, you're hearing it on the rhythm that you, you, you probably use. Just like you, know, you heard the chronics just now, the likes on a rhythm right, like that. you're going to play your version yeah, in the club. That, that version in a club dance goes over very well because, well, yeah. you know, it sounds like something that they're <clears throat> familiar with. Whereas a dub plate, sometimes you might have to change the rhythm from mm. the original song. You know, so it might take them a little more um, time to identify. When you hear it on the original rhythm, right away, it's it, you know what song it is, so yeah. you're moving to it. Only thing that's different is that we have our names in it, King yeah. Eddie's. Yeah. You know, so it's a quick adjustment for them. And where do you have a do you have somewhere regular that you play in New York? Like, do you have a weekly gig or yes. a monthly gig? I mean, we play all over the place. Honestly, New York, I play in Brooklyn every Tuesday every saturday you know we we just we play all the time killaboo has his weekly events as well mm -hmm. so it's like we you know and then we on the weekends we're all over the place all over where are some of the crazier places that you've traveled in terms <laughs> of clashing for king addies or any kind of like clashes for you outside of new york that have been wild oh. the vibe in canada is is live i love i love the the canada vibes toronto um, or where Toronto, the Caribbean is always Antigua, always in, Antigua, Trinidad. Those are uh, man. When you go to those places, like you got to be on your game because they they love the vibes. But like, um, I've clashed also in Germany. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's that's a big deal too in Germany. But we do a lot of we do a lot of. Last year I did a couple festivals in in Europe. I did Rotterdam. I'm not sure if you know Rotterdam. Rotterdam. I did Reggae Gill. And those those events are crazy. I played in Austria. I've been all around the world. So it's like to see these places and play music is everybody everywhere has their different vibes and they all seem to just love reggae music. So it's like it's 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 crazy. So when you go to Trinidad, you have to have like a full soca crate 
Oh no, nah, no. Nah. Going on. Like do you guys <laughs> you're like No. Nah. if you play like for a clash or just a juggle? Just to play, just to just play to club play. vibes. Yeah, you I gotta, mean, you gotta have the, the music. You gotta have the the music that they want to hear. Yeah, you know. Because I so. imagine some of the stuff that they yeah. want to hear there is different yeah. when yeah. you have a whole yeah lot of Trini people I, and, compared and, to some just sorry. some in New York. In in these places, like you say, Trinidad. Just because you know a carnival or whatever, they Trinidad in these places listen to reggae music very heavy as well. So. When you go there and you play reggae, it's nothing different okay. to them. But if you put, if you if you try and play like one or two soca dubs, that makes it even better. That's the extra boost, like we were talking about earlier. So that's that's the great part of it too. You understand? So and, and also not to confuse the listeners, um, we're equipped to play everything. Mm-hmm. You know, we we not we not only just clash. We play yeah. in all these regular parties as well. So you'll find us playing the soca, the Afro beats, yeah, yeah. hip hop. The reggae, whatever is necessary Compa, or whatever is needed, you know, we we have those music as well. So if we go to an event and and the party calls for that type of music or whatever you need to play at that time, with knowing from experience, you know, you you have to be prepared and have all those music ready. Mm-hmm. So do you guys play Latin stuff as well? Like you'll play like reggaeton and yeah. And- yeah. that kind of thing t- as well yeah i mean it's not something that we would prefer not not say prefer but it's not something that we're you know but it's we not, have it's it. not something top we do a lot. Yeah, yeah it's not our top yeah. strength but yeah. it's something that we we have um let's get into some more of these dubs in fact i really want to listen to this alkaline <laughs> dub play uh, for juggernaut <laughs> tell me a little something about this before i play it uh i mean it's one of those tunes that uh, it, 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 when I first heard it, I said, yo, we have to get this on tune because, I mean, we have to get this on dub because it's a tune that identify with everybody's life. It's a tune that, you know, some days people, you know, fight you down and you feel like, you know, like it don't make no sense no more. But like the tune says, it's going to tell you like all the pain and the, everything that you go through it makes it feel, you know, when you succeed, it makes you feel good. So uh, it's one of my favorite tunes. If you just tune in, I'm here with King Addy's sound system and we're listening to some of their special dubs. Been going for 36 years now. One of the USA's premier sound systems, Kingpin and Killaboo, are here with me. And here's the King Addy's dub of Alkaline Juggernaut. Madame Bomba Clabada, the youngest lad I represent for King Addy's. Yo, Father Ethan, Kingpin, Killaboo, Winterfresh. The whole thing, big up the whole new lads. Dogs are made sicker than a flu shot. Are the youngest lad. King of this, them can't stand with a vendetta. The struggle on go make cometa. Them right we off like a letter. King of this, a trendsetter. New lads, the pain all the fight, all the hate, all the lines done. We in a smarty one will laugh. Push we another time, we're gonna sing another rhyme. Cut we know you would have not seen a blood. Ready up again, pain and artery. Something in it when we laugh. All of we life experiences. Things when we go through for real, build we up as a tank. Boy, said them bad, but why in I dream? King of this not got trace, we shoot it out one time. We say we love the girl, them when them but it's a sexy young claim. But we're not gonna have nothing when no cook in a canteen. They wanna see we all the why we make one no run, eh? Hey. Chat alone, them have them on internet, meme. Full keep out of the party, well, madam, babe. Nothing personal, I just a we let off steam. King of this, the pain, all the fight, all the hate, all the lines turn we in a sim- do and we love. Push we another time, we commit another crime. Cut to know you could have not seen a blood. Ready up again, pain and heartbreak. 
Something in it when we love All of we life experiences Things when we go through for real Bill we up as a top We tell them all the while and start Why you not prepare for violate kingpin You have to beef up your security I've only pack y'all but none of them Who not swear for some of them Who fuck and never call them back No them hate we That I'm not proud of But I am the alpha Can't rise against me When I'm here the rock of Gibraltar Sometimes I feel like the world against Alka but me and say fuck the world Me and the money with salsa King of these The pain and all the fight All the hate and all the lines Don't we in a smile the one we love Push we another time We commit another crime Cut to know your Buddha no sin of blood Ready up again Pain and heartbreak Something in it when we love All of we life experiences Things when we go through for real Bill we up on the top Yeah, you know the thing going, you know, I say king of this, you know, I say, yo, turn up my voice, you know, man, because boy, dead and me, king of this, you know. Any I said, man, you know the thing, go winter fresh, killer be. He could have like a Royal Cup match, you know, man, like kingpin, you know, man. Mmm, yeah. Family. How is say family? If I want thing, me hate a friend killer. King of this, no believe in a friend killer. Family. I miss a family. Me love me fam more them to me heart Moon to the earth one of them Real kill it dead to the end of the from the start Me real real brother them Cause them no know when we are by three sardines And one pound of rice from shop And them no know when we are get chased by cops And the mac and the handgun drop And all the women make it now He'll be no struggle feel King of this No one of the police to them I don't know who fi come in reach Nah, make them trick me and kill me No way, you must be mal so mad Life are the greatest thing, dog Me no left God and me no left my God Can't trick me and kill me No way, you must be mal so mad Life are the greatest thing, dog Me no left God I king of this sound Boy, how we energy them want if Why me see clear, say them a mongoose then no said that you tell no friendly Me no play like with the man blues Man loyal to loyal Someone with his sink off like Port Royal Informer one judge of me pan trial King of this, don't trust no more in a girl mm-hmm. Me no know if heaven is real King of this, them say I know every man real Some boy I don't in a clean Them no one kingpin, them living them dream King of this son of my daddy, I know the boss is saying, no, we come out that other. Anytime I drive one of my man, big fat matic in a me. You're tuned to peak time on Red Bull Radio. Some special dubs from King Addy's, mm-hmm. uh, that last one, Popcorn with family. Mm-hmm. A dream. Mm-hmm. A dream for any young sound to uh, to get a popcorn dub. Of course, King Eddie's doesn't have that problem. <laughs> <laughs> Alkaline before that, of course, doing a King Eddie's version of his huge hit Juggernaut, but over the beat to uh, ZZ. ZZ, yeah, yeah. Inescapable in New York City. Mm-hmm. You cannot go anywhere without hearing that steel pan beat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the best thing that happened steel pan in at least five years. <laughs> you know, uh, so those are some crazy dubs. And, uh, you know, those are like, I think that ZZ one is a great example of having a good idea of how to make 
an original dub, like taking kind of taking all these different elements, taking that ZZ beat that everyone in New York will know mm -hmm. and then putting a special version of Alkaline's huge, already huge juggernaut song over that and that's like how you get yeah. something that will kill a clash. When, when you play it it just catches everybody by surprise as well so that that's that's i love that tune it's great mm -hmm. so tell me a little bit about what you guys are up to currently and what's upcoming for king addies well um upcoming right now we got memorial weekend we're gonna be out there in england with three big dances with Bass Odyssey and a um, love injection out there. So it's like a mini tour. We're going from, I think, Manchester, London, then we're going to Burn. Birmingham. So it's going to be, that's a huge deal out there in England right now. So big deal. In November, of course, we have our annual Europe tour all over the place, man. It's one of those tours I look forward to every year. So, and then, of course, in August, we got so many we're things at, going on. We're in Canada the week before Memorial. Yeah, before the week England, before. we're in Canada yeah. that week. In Toronto. Toronto's. Um, when is the next World Fight Club? Um, next World Fight is Club. Is in October, I believe? October, yeah. Yes. What's World Fight Club? Um, well, World Fight Club is a clash series that we, we, we bring into the table where we just invite some sounds. And instead of giving them the, you know, when you win a clash, you get a trophy, like a cup. But this time what we did was we made it as a fight club so we give them a, a championship belt something like you know wrestling you get your championship belt and say whoever wins stays on so if Killaboo wins the clash he has a clash until he loses and then you give up the belt to whoever won that clash so it's a continuous series and right now so far it's we've done it once so far and everybody they love the idea and a lot of sounds are trying to sign up to do it so it's, it's huge right now in Brooklyn. It's huge. Matter of fact, it's huge around the world. A lot of Canadian sounds ask me to be part of it. European sounds, Jamaican sounds. It's, it's huge. And how many people will go in one clash? Four different three. sounds? Three, three different sounds. Just three, three sounds every clash. The, the first one that we did had Platinum Kids out of the Bronx. Yeah. Cosmic Movements out From of Brooklyn. Brooklyn. And Kingshine out of New Jersey. And they're the winners right and now. And the winner was Kingshine out of mm -hmm. New Jersey. So he has to come back and defend the belt in October against two more sounds. Who will also be from different uh, yeah. places yeah. in the tri-state area or no, maybe Canada? We haven't chosen yet, but it's, it's, they, they, they could be from anywhere, whether it be from Europe or Canada or Jamaica, the Caribbean, anywhere. Thick. So right now we're in the process of choosing the two sounds. What we did was put up a poll on... Um, on King Eddie's yeah. music page on Facebook, and um, there are like ten sounds for them to choose from. So, so whoever the fans decide, that's who we're gonna go with. That's so cool. Yeah. Well, it's re it's amazing to me to see how many years like this has stayed alive on the East Coast, and how many new sounds are coming up also, and how this scene regenerates itself. It's not like only. Mm -hmm. just one era of sound system playing it's like all these multiple yeah. generations within one sound system or starting their own new projects also well also in the past what three years Addis gave was was basically handing out um challenges to young sounds that um you know were coming up in the business and felt like they couldn't get um an opportunity to play against a sound such as king Addis, a legendary sound per se um so what we did in the last three years or four years was maybe handed out challenges to at least how many how many of them the young sounds that uh, a couple, a couple, of, a them, couple yeah. of them well which other sounds of our you know caliber weren't doing we were the only one doing it you know so that's a that's a good thing and so we we, we stopped doing that now and we're basically 
giving them another opportunity in the world fight club to yeah. do their own thing without us because if they go up against us they're gonna die <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is the biggest mistake that you see young sound systems make in a clash the um, biggest mistake to me i think the biggest mistake to me that they do is they try to sound old if you're a young sound, I think you should try to stay young and try to sound. Don't. I'm not saying do not voice certain artists from back in the day, but don't make that your focus. Because people are already doing that. Yeah, like people already did you. that. You so. know, run with the young generation. You're a young sound. Run with the younger kids. The younger. You understand? That's that's my opinion, honestly. Yeah. Try to try to capture that audience. Yeah. The, the audience of your you know age group or you know people that that's gonna be there when you, as you get older they're still exactly. gonna be there growing with you. Yeah. You know, so. Because when At Ease was young, we were the young generation at the time, but that generation just grew with us and we have younger people as well now too. So my advice to them would be, honestly, just if you're a young sound, focus on the young generation, focus on some of the younger artists. But at the same time, work on your foundation, but your focus should be young. Do you see people doing any crazy like technological stuff? Because it's it's interesting to think about the technology, which has been such a huge part of Jamaican music and Caribbean music, from studio technology to actual like DJ technology. But now we have like, like you mentioned, it's so different. Like there's, of course, there's all the technology like email and how studios work, but also just in the DJ setups, you can do a lot more stuff than you could do with two turntables. Uh, and a regular mixer. I mean, I try not to complicate it for myself. You know, so <laughs> yeah. I, I just keep, I, I just keep it as simple as possible. Whatever works, you know, or, or, or keeps me close to home in terms of, you know, the turntables and the easiest way to do it. You know, I just stick to that. Honestly, I feel like that is, I mean, I try, I mean, I'm being, I'm, I'm a young person, so I try to keep it as, you know, keep up with what the... The DJs, because you know when you listen to a lot of DJs, they do all these tricks with the the phasing and all, all the, I try to do that still, but I think if every sound does that, every DJ in the dancehall industry does that, that will take the music to another level too, as well. You understand? Yeah, mm -hmm. that's interesting. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens with these new sounds that are coming up to clash uh, mm. in in your uh, in your World Fight Club. <laughs> anyway, King Eddie's, thank you so much for joining me. Kingpin and Killaboo have been in here with me for the last hour, graciously rocking. Yeah, and you. I guess we can uh, also see you at the West Indian Day Parade. Of course, Eastern yes. Parkway. Of course, every year, every year I'm on a truck. <laughs> Guys, always on the truck, oh. screaming out his voice. <laughs> All right, well, we're almost out of time for peak time. In a second here, we're going to take you out with some more King Addy's dubs. But I just wanted to let you know that up next, Sean Ronaldo's coming up, ripping through the best new electronic music of the week on First Floor. His special guest today is the UK drum and bass producer, Jay Magic. And that is followed up at 4 p.m. with Omar S. Straight from Detroit with a Mayflowers mix of hefty mid-tempo Midwestern house and techno jams. And I'm going to be back on tomorrow with one of the best-loved grime MCs straight from London, a godfather of the game, D-double-E. So do check that out and do tune in tomorrow. Oh yeah, we got to tell you where you can get in touch with King Addy so you can go party for yourself. <laughs> Definitely. And um, also social media outlets, you could contact us at the SoundCloud at King Addy's Music. Everything is King Addy's Music on the Instagram, on the Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, on SoundCloud, Spotify. Um, it's King Addis Music, K-I-N-G-A-D-D-I-E-S-M-U-S-I-C. King Addis 
music. Mm-hmm. There you go. Well, thanks so much for joining me here on Peak Time, guys. Thank so you. It was a pleasure to be here, man. Thank you so much. Yo, you may have seen how they unroll the boss. I'm representing for King of this sound, you know, man. Watch anyone. Yo, A1, Killer B. Yeah, Kingpin, watch anyone, Danny Dredd. We up and stay up in a yo, Gully God. Yo, we up. Yo, Gully. <laughs> yo, Papi, you don't know it going up. Danny Dredd. King of this. Biggest song. True. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Even a killer be a kingpin. Yo, Mom, everyone. to them. Yo, Papa. Holy God. Really, yes, everyone. King of this song. Yeah. I'm feeling high. Champagne fly. King of these I work hard every day till them reach to the goal. Yeah. This are for the people they work hard. All who gone to the mark. R.I.P. to a loved one. Put your cups down, my King of these, the feelings right. Going on a high grade flight. Books are roll out, girls are roll out. Everything is nice. Oh, 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 oh. Everything is nice. Gotta make it right. Killing them tonight. Ladies on the left, youngsters on the right. Gotta make it right. King of this. Poor liquor for my friend, I gotta reminisce. Even though you gotta remember when you're telling me this. Hard work makes a man money on my list. Now I got the hottest girl sitting on my dick. King of these, you came up and I make a little money and I do the real things. The world watches boy becomes man, them with that attitude if they never in a feelings. My ambition, King of these, is your ambition. Lead the NEC fan, hear me. Oh, hear me. King of this. And you listen to Red Bull Radio. And when you listen to Red Bull Radio, you listen to the world. And when you listen to Red Bull Radio, you listen to the globe. You listen to the super ape and get yourself in a good shape and exercise forever. And they love to Red Bull Radio live and direct. What the fuck though? Damn. Where the love go? Three, two, one, go. Rush, king one, of rush. this stuff, I'm a and chase up. Go, king of this spring, go. Go. The vibes like time to talk, them high, but we don't give a fuck. Fuck. King of this, the boat in the white, and they can love all your photo. If in the trouble, we would not tell you. King of this, you know the fight, you know. We tell them we are right, you know. Say, Santiago, King of this spring, go, go. 
The vibe tight and the dogs them hype and we don't give a fuck King of this is a boat in the white and they think I'll have all out for talk If in the travel we will not travel you King of this is in on them vibes, you know Tell them we are high, you know Even though, they say we leave it all I chop king, I'm king King of this sun, better hug Winter fresh, yo, kill a bee What the f-